Ladies and gentlemen, you are now about to witness the journey that is the Life Choices Podcast. Yeah! Welcome back, everyone, to season two here on the Life Choices Podcast. Today's guest, we are inviting Genesty Diaz. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. If you could, uh, real briefly, just kind of let our viewership know where you're from and uh, what's going on in your life right now. Well, I was born and raised in South Florida, and I have a background in the food and bev industry, and I'm currently in healthcare. And running a podcast. podcast. Yeah. Yes. And the podcast name is? It's my name, Genesty. There we I go. I have it spelled a little differently. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. what is the main uh, topic or topics of the podcast? It's a little emo stuff, but I talk about love, relationships, feelings, stuff like that. Okay. And, and um, how is it uh, perceived so far through your listeners? It's pretty good. I got a good, um, I got a good response from my viewers, um, a lot of good feedback. So pretty okay. happy about that. And... Uh, you have obviously men and women, I would assume, uh, both uh, listening in. It is only on Spotify, correct? Yes. Okay. Currently. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, what's the reaction on uh, some of these topics? Because if it's uh, about emotional situations, uh, relationships, I gather, because I've listened yeah. to a, a, a bit of it, uh, I'm sure there are some people out there that uh, feel inclined to put their uh, personal. Feelings, yeah. Feelings or experiences Opinions, uh, yeah. against what you may be saying on the podcast. You know, I've always gotten a pretty good response on most of them. Um, all of them, actually. Uh, my most recent one was about green flags in relationships, uh, looking for the green flags. I know we're always quick to jump on looking for red flags in relationships, especially in people. But... Um, the one about green flags, I did get a response from one of my listeners and um, definitely gave me a, a big earful about it and um, basically called the, the whole listen a bullshit, um, told me um, he couldn't finish the whole pod and he was like, oh, the whole pod is bullshit. And I was like, look, I respect your, your thoughts. I mean, we can agree to disagree. It's fine. Um, but I, um, yeah, it was the first time I, and you're going to get this, you know, Mm -hmm. when when you're a podcaster, when you, you're sharing your views, I try to make my podcast, you know, something that you can listen to where you feel I'm speaking to you, where you feel while you're listening. It's something that whether it's one thing I say, you feel like, oh, I, I can relate to that one thing. Maybe you don't agree with everything I said, but maybe something reached out to you. But he was like, I couldn't listen to the whole thing. Everything was bullshit. And I'm like, oh, my God. So he was okay. pretty. Well, he was, br- he was bringing his own experiences his to the own. table. And yeah. uh, his interpretation of what you were saying was probably a bit too. Uh, yeah. Maybe it was hitting home a bit too much for him. Yeah, I think he took it on a personal level. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he just said that, that um, most women or all women, nobody thinks that way. Like, you know, it's bullshit and. Yeah, so. Which is weird because how can a man know what most women Correct. feel or think? Correct. You know, I would assume a woman could be more yeah. relatable to women. It's interesting to me that a man would use the standpoint of saying, you know, what w- most women would, would say or think when uh, women would be more relatable to what women think and say. Yeah. Um, I've been in situations uh, which 
I've been in the room, and this is going back into my 20s, with the female when she's talking to the boyfriend and saying, you know, can't do this, can't do that because, you know, I'm having a ladies' night. Meanwhile, I'm laying in the bed. So I would never bring that forth to a conversation except for saying that some men would have experiences in their past which they would bring forward into the next relationship or even maybe listening to a podcast about relationships. They may get their back up against a topic because of something that, you know, they were privy to in their past. Uh, How do you kind of float through those comments or those responses I mean, I responded the best way I could. Like, I was like, look, um, I appreciate your your thoughts on this. Like, I understand, um, but I don't agree, you know, with how you feel because I, I didn't speak on any way just geared towards, like, this one-sided woman mentality. This was very, um, you know, fluid, like, the way that I was speaking. It wasn't just this you know, women should, women can, women hear me, like it wasn't, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, and the fact that the same day um, I posted it, I had like three other guys that had listened to it, mind you, he was so offended as a man, Uh, three other guys that had heard it um, was, oh my God, I loved your podcast, it was so, so I was like, I know I didn't say anything wrong, Mm -hmm. because there's three other men um, we're like, you know, your podcast is so inspiring. Like, it's so great. Like, I definitely wish more women thought like you towards looking at looking for green flags like this in men and did it like so. I was like, it was one man's interpretation of yeah. another human being's yeah. opinion on and a And I topic. feel like he just took it the wrong way. Like, something was was crossed, you know. And I just feel like if he would have given it a chance to re-listen to it, mm-hmm. um, I think he would have maybe understood better. And I just, I don't know. It was just weird. It was bizarre. But again, when you navigate through comments, you're not always going to get like a, you know, somebody that's going to think rainbows of you. It happens. Mm-hmm. You're following uh, those who watch you all the time. Uh, they may not always agree with you. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. Uh, for anyone that is trying to start a podcast or is going down that road or doing anything that may involve people commenting or responding to them about it, you you cannot allow yourself to swim in the pool of the comments. No. You can you can, you know, look through them. I try to respond to as many as I can on, on the different podcasts if it's a yeah. response worthy comment. Yeah. If it's a comment knocking my guest or knocking me, I just put, you know, thanks for watching. That's it. And I move yeah. on from it. If yeah. someone says something horrible or negative towards me, um, I, I, just, I read it. I'm like, all right, cool. That person's coming from a different area and yeah. clearly yeah. not my demographic because if yeah. that's how they feel, it's not the person I'm trying to reach. No one's opinion about you fucking matters. That's the what I'm saying. Like, I'm still going to get up and strive for greatness, though. Yes. I don't care. And try to help others by divulging exactly. experiences that you've gone through exactly. in an arena of relationships that's it. and one day down the line that's it. might already happen where people say oh my god thank you so much for having this podcast yeah. uh i felt so much better yesterday because i oh. listened to your seven minute podcast no for 30 real. minute podcast that actually you know? does happen it really does yeah. i um there was one podcast that i did a post one day and it was about um the title was actually it's okay not to be okay and this podcast actually will always mean a lot to me because a lot of people um, are like, how are you so positive all the time and optimistic? Um, you have a certain charisma and like energy about you. 
you're just always so happy. And I'm like, honestly, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Nobody's always happy. No. But what happens is y- you have to wake up every morning ready for it. You have to be ready uh, for life because you know what? You have a purpose. There's a purpose for Sex. you. Everyone goes through shit. And yeah. Everyone goes through happiness. Yeah. There was a thing out there that said, um, you know, a person was like asking God or talking to someone or something and, and was like, you know, I have these, you know, these high moments and I have these low moments and, you know, I don't know how to like always like deal with the low ones and I, and I just wish I could figure out how to hold on to the high ones. And the person had responded with the, with the imagery, the, the verbal imagery of, uh, your hot heart monitor yeah. and saying yeah. that, you know, your heart is like, you know, it's, it's a beating, it's, it's a going up and down. Yeah. And if it was just the same all the time, yep. it'd be flatlined. You'd yep. be dead. Yep. So knowing how to deal with the lows, you yep. know, choosing to deal with them in a way in which you understand it's happening for a reason, it's not going to last forever. Yeah. And knowing that when you're on your high, enjoy it while it's there because yeah. that too won't last forever because yeah. it's going to go back down again. Yeah. It's waking up every day, knowing that you have the choice to be happy or be sad. Yeah. Um, sometimes difficult to choose to be happy. Yeah, shit's going on in your life. Of course. But if you put forth the effort to um, learn how to react to your emotions in a 100%. more positive way, yeah. then the shit will be easier to deal with. Yeah, yeah. So I want to give uh, our platform here on the Life Choices podcast a little bit more towards your platform for mm-hmm. your podcast uh, about relationships and, and talk a bit more about this. Uh, obviously, you have a podcast talking about relationships because of your history, probably. Yeah. Things you've gone through, oh, good no. and bad. Oh, no. uh, and you're trying to help future people that will be going through relationships or are going through relationships, uh, maybe to navigate through it a little easier by sharing your experiences. Right. Okay. So there's got to be one that, that kind of knocked you on your ass. Yeah. What was yeah. it? When was it? I mm. think it started with, like, my first boyfriend. Like, you know, he was unfaithful to me. But I was young. So, like, I was a teenager. I mean, who expects, like... Everybody's seven- unfaithful when Come you're a teenager. Come on. Like, who expects a 17-year-old to, like, you know, like... like I mean, some people meet the love of their life in high school. But, like, come on. Um, so do you on your podcast kind of give some advice then on, on like how to uh, deal with relationships, dating? Yeah. Right. Always. Okay. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about um, a few tips then, I guess, or oh, some yeah. situations because uh, man, woman, oh, different yeah. points of view here on, on yeah. similar situations. And, and I'd like to, to chat a little bit about um, you've talked in the past about uh, being intentional Oh yeah. with your thoughts, with your, dating. with dating, with, with pretty much everything. How difficult is it? Because dating is difficult as all shit, especially oh, yeah. as you get older. Especially now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how difficult do you think it is to be intentional or to receive someone who is intentional with what they're wanting or expecting from the relationship? Um, I think the most important thing is, is like when you meet someone to just make sure you guys are on the same page initially. I mean, if that person, a lot of people... Let's say you're intentional. Let's say you meet that person and offer up your like, hey, um, a lot of women are kind of like scared. A lot of girls are really scared to let that person know they're all in for them, like they really like them. And that's the thing. Like if I like you, if I'm into you and I want to pursue you on that actual exclusive level, like I just want to date you, I'm not scared to let that know. And if that chases you away, then you weren't right for me anyway. Because a lot of guys would be like, damn, I kind of like that she knows like what she wants and she wants to date me. That's cool. A lot of guys are like, 
I'm not with that, whatever. So it depends on what kind of person you meet and what you're into or what you've found. Uh, we talked about this earlier about uh, like the whole texting and how yeah. some people are very demanding on like wanting oh, to see you or gosh. needing a lot of texts in a day. Yeah. But some people want like, you didn't call me. I haven't seen you. Da -da -da -da. Like, girls, we got to do better. Like, stop stressing that man out. Like, this is how you lose relationships. Like, seriously. And I think that's an important thing you just said. Straight I've, the hell up. I've had this conversation with someone. This will be aired much later, but I can yeah. say I had someone, I had a conversation like this with someone in the more recent uh, past. Yeah. And, and it's like, um, you have to be aware of what you're asking for. Yeah. Uh, when someone has been intentional. Yeah. With what they're expecting or what they're able to give. Yeah. And when you ask for too much, it doesn't take much to push some people away. 100%. And, it, and it's not because they lose interest in you. They're losing interest in you because of, of the what way you're that doing. you're acting. Yeah. yeah. And I want to bring up this point because we're talking about obviously dating in 2023 or maybe a few years ahead of that. This whole concept, I know it's easy to text someone. Yeah. I do know that. I do forget sometimes. Or sometimes I just want to go to fucking bed. And I know if I send a text, I'm going to get three more coming back at me. And I'm not answering those because I'm going to bed. Do not disturb. <laughs> yes, I never do that because, like, I like I worry about my mom. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, like, so, and she's, like, in Canada. So, like, I, I just want to make sure my phone's on anyways. Yeah. Uh, but here's the thing. When I was in high school, we didn't have this this lovely technology. You had the landline. That's it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so if you were dating a girl at school and you saw them at, at school at lunchtime or after school or whatever you did, uh -oh. then you went home and... If you were allowed, if your homework was done, you could possibly use the phone. Now, mm -hmm. in my house, you couldn't use the phone for that long. Right. Right? Because you're tying up the line. Get off the phone. Uh-oh. Your mom you would saw, answer you the phone? My <laughs> mom would say, yo, dad's getting pissed. Uh, but then you had to get off the phone quick. So, like, all of a sudden, there's no more communication until I see your ass at school tomorrow. Oh. Right? Yeah. Like, how do kids do it now? Where what we're talking about yeah, yeah. is an individual, and, and you're expressing that, women tend to do this often yeah. is like yeah what, what try to try to think about not having a cell phone that would be bad because girls get in their feelings if you don't answer their snap look at all their memes um like it's like a whole thing it's just bizarre like like i told you i think also like a man and for me the pressure on men is ridiculous like if you're not showing constant attention all day long to a woman that you're talking to or dating, and also the expectation of a man beginning to date a woman, you have to out the gate, in the gate, sh like already court this woman or show this woman like 110%. Otherwise, he doesn't like me. He's not into me. He doesn't care about me. And I feel like I'm putting myself in a man's shoes because some women make it very difficult for very like laid back women like me. Mm -hmm. And that's why sometimes when I meet men, they're very like, your high maintenance, like all of them. Huh? I always saw my father do very, very sweet and kind things for my mother. Now, in return, she did very sweet, kind things for my dad as well. Yeah. Uh, that I was also, my grandparents. I also grew up, you know, born in 77, yeah. you know, teenager in the kind of 90s, late 80s, 90s. And, uh, you know, opening a car door for someone is not unheard of. Yeah. Uh, now, yeah, it's a great move. Yeah. You know, when you're meeting someone to kind of like, you open a car door for a woman nowadays and all of a sudden they're like, holy shit, this is a keeper. That's bare minimum stuff. Right. Like, Which is see. weird because it's like, it's like, how, how did we shift from that 
no. situation. Now, no, yeah. also, we're generalizing. Women, from time to time, yeah. have changed very much as to, you know, what we were used to when we were younger. There was a yeah. thing out there that said, a man, what a man has to do in order to get a woman today, mm-hmm. the amount of effort that a man has to do today to get a woman way less mm-hmm. worthy than his grandmother. Oof. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's kind of uh, that I'm I'm fucking it up, but the gist of the whole thing was our grandfathers did a certain amount of stuff to get a woman like our grandmother. Mm. And what that was. That was a totally different woman yeah. than you receive today. 100%. And the man now has to do double to get less. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Which is confusing because then, like you're saying, you have women that want the moon and the stars. Yeah. You have men that might not be forthcoming with the honest intent of what they're going after. Yeah. So the dating scene is really fucking hard. It's really hard. I feel like a lot of people are like, they're broken or they're just honestly scared themselves. They don't want to give too much. They don't want to say that they actually care more than they do. Or honestly, they just want to have sex. They don't want any strings attached. Um, but then they say, hey, I just want to have sex. I don't want any emotion. And then alongside of them having sex with the person they want no emotional attachment to, they end up getting attached because they said, I don't want to get attached like to you. Well, there's levels of different conversations yeah, right yeah. there that you just said. Yeah, because it's a lot. This is what happens with people. And so many of my friends go through this. I've been through this. I think one important you know? thing is yeah. what people need to understand is vocabulary and verbiage that you're using out yeah, there. Yeah. So when you say, I don't want emotions to be attached to what we're doing unfortunately what people don't understand is by saying the words i don't want Mm -hmm. the universe doesn't hear the negative the universe hears i want not i they don't it doesn't hear the don't yeah so you're now verbalizing out into the world that you do want the emotion even though you're saying you don't so it's a bit confusing that's a whole other topic Mm -hmm. that's more kind of geared into some of the things we talk about on the life choices podcast back on the relationship side Uh, there was something i wrote once and it was um imagine being naked um like laying naked next to someone and then after you're done having sex this person just like coldly looking next to you and saying hey um you know i'm hungry make me something to eat and then just being like domineering and telling you to feed them after you're done having sex with them but then imagine like intimacy isn't only just having sex intimacy is sharing like non-sexual acts of intimacy And then I think, like, the true form of intimacy is, you know, being bare and being naked with your clothes on. It's the sharing of vulnerability. Correct. Which becomes intimacy. Yeah. 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 But what you said before is, like, I'm I'm not going to lie to my audience because I don't, but (laughs) I've definitely been the one that has done that where like after <laughs> sex i'm lying there go feed me well I, I don't think i've asked anyone to get off the fucking bed and go make me a sandwich <laughs> but i've definitely like after the act of sex i've kind of been like in my head i'm like all right, so i want to get the fuck out of here yeah that's, yeah no like you run you yeah. run away because you're like uh, this is too intimate i don't want to cuddle well, like, no relax. no for me it's not not that it's too intimate it's just i want to get the fuck out of here yeah we're done yeah yeah, yeah like, but and that I mean, would be the situation ship the situation ship right. wants to stay and cuddle and eat and kiss you on the forehead and do weird shit. And the situation ship is being the the woman, the man, the man. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, where it gets no, confusing, no. Yeah, right? No. But then imagine. Oh, you're saying in the situation where the woman is being told, hey. "I don't want emotion." Yeah. But then motherfucker sits there and cuddles you. Yeah. So yeah, then no, the woman, the woman's like, I, 
wait, but I want to go. Leave me alone. Get off me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, men, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Yeah, if stop you that don't, shit. If you don't want emotion <laughs> to be brought into the sexual experience of being with someone, yeah. then when sex is over... Uh, so even no, men need to make that shit clear. Yeah, I think everyone has to be aware of their actions yeah. uh, after a situation. And if yeah. those actions are cuddling or sweet talking or anything of that, you're kind of venturing towards the That's side of this I'm being saying. something. It confuses people. And I think emotionally yeah. it can wreak havoc on women because women, they tie sex to emotion. Men tie sex to just physical, you know, just pleasure. And it's like, Hey, this feels good. This was great. This is cool. You're beautiful. But then guess what happens after men have sex with a woman that they, desire they find attractive they're just like hey this was lust this was good but then that post not clarity hits this was good this was great mm, i'm good bye like that's it and that's a real thing like men just wanted to get theirs that's it this was good <laughs> maybe i'll call you again maybe not but yeah. there are some women i know we're generalizing yeah. but there yeah. are some women that do the same thing to yeah, men yeah for sure you know, and I've, men do yeah women do it too yeah. and i mean I've, like, I've been on both sides yeah. of the coin where like in my younger days I was a bit, uh, I could be too clingy. I, yeah, yeah. with certain women, yeah. it just like that came out of me. Like, yeah. oh my God, I want to be with you. And I didn't know how to react to that, that emotion yeah. inside of me. And there's and been women that have been like, no, I just wanted sex. Right. Yeah, and then, sure. and then there's been the complete opposite. It's like, when men are like, no, for me, it's not ever been that hard after about a week of hanging out with someone. I would know, um, do I find this cool, this person cool and yeah. I can hang out with them and have sex once in a while. Um, can I only have sex with them and I got to bounce right after? Right. Um, or, you know, I can date them. Right. And, and it's, it's, it's pretty clear. Like I know myself very well. I know what I would want from someone rather quickly. Um, nowadays I'm a bit more honest. I said this before. I'm like 98, 98% honest because yeah. if I am in a situation ship, I guess is what they call it. <laughs> um, and the sexuality part of it is really, really good. Yeah. I mean, I'm a man who's busy. And I, I enjoy sex. Yeah. So if the sex is good, I don't want to lose it. Yeah. So I'm going to be a little, I'm going to be 2% selfish. Yeah. But I'm still going to be honest with the fact that like, there's so much more I could be doing with the hour that you want me to lay next to you in bed after sex. Yeah. When we're awkwardly talking about nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so yeah. You have to be intentional. You have to uh, be inform inform your partner what you actually want, yeah. and then allow that person to decide whether or not they're okay with it. Yeah. Now, for my, sure. my problem in relationships sometimes is is when someone says yes, I'm okay with all of that. Yeah. Like you tell them straight up, like, listen, yeah. this is how much time I, I have was available. Ask you that. Yeah. No. Hundred percent. Affect you. So like, if you let them know off rip, and then they're not okay with it. So here, here's a couple things. Um, very forthcoming with what I do for a living. I'm a private chef on a yacht. Okay. Mm -hmm. I come in and out of the country quite often. So I could be here for a week. I could be here for two months. I could be gone for three months. Like it's all very up in the air. You never know what's going on. Right. Um, on top of that, the past four and a half years, I guess you could say two years of development and almost two and a half years of actually being on YouTube, right. uh, creating a business out of thin air. Right. Uh, as every day passes, I put more and more time into that. Right. So if I have 24 hours in the day, I give myself six to seven hours of sleep. That's it. The rest of the day, I have the gym. I have meditation. I have time with my dog. I have uh, an hour or two that I spend with my closest people, which is only two or three people. And then the rest of the day is spent on my company. So the extra time is not much. So I explain right. all that. I express all that. And, and I'm not out in bars anymore. I'm not going, you know, I go to the gym, but I'm not going to like 
classes where you're going to meet people and stuff like that. And when I go to the beach, I'm with my dog at the far end, so I'm not able to meet anybody. Right. So I give all this information. And, you know, on a handful of times, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I totally get it. I'm totally fine, blah, blah, I shit you not, within a week or two, most of them are like, fuck this shit. In their head, they must be. Because then all of a sudden, the questioning of what I'm doing with my time and, oh, my God, I need more time. You don't text me enough and all this stuff. Start, and it's like, yo, I told you. I, I literally am one of those rare men that yeah. told you I what you I have available rundown, like yeah, what it is. and yeah. allowed you to make that choice. But yeah. people do tend to say whatever the other person wants to hear at the beginning. 100%, yeah. So that they can get what they want and then they think they're going to be able to change that person. No, that's not going to happen. There's no negotiation here. Not in my life. This, <laughs> this is my life. Mm. You take it or leave it. Well, I've gotten to the point in my life, <clears throat> sorry, I've gotten to the point in my life where I've dated a lot of people and I've had a lot of different experiences yeah. and I'm okay with being alone. I'm okay with being by myself. Yeah. I'm okay spending 24 hours without any other human being around me. I'm okay with that. Right. Which is not easy for a lot of people. Yeah. So when it comes to getting into a relationship, I don't know if I've been broken too many times or I just don't feel like putting in the amount of effort that it truly takes. Yeah. To start a relationship. Yeah. An unexpected gift at an unexpected time. And that's not my quote. That's a quote from something else. But that is what life is supposed to be about. Your significant other comes home. And you see words of affirmation or like physical touch, any of those things. It should be, you know, something that you give your partner because you appreciate them. It shouldn't be something that is warranted because you want something. Yeah. It shouldn't be because of a gain or something that you're you're wanting to acquire from him. Um, hey, I want makeup or, hey, I want this for my husband. Let me go smooge him in the kitchen because I want this. But Because we are very simple creatures sometimes. Yeah, you right? guys are. And it doesn't take much to get what you want out of no, us. You know, no. a good blowjob, a little 100%, massage, 100%. something like that. We're but, pretty much going to be like, oh, okay, here you go. But women are very manipulative. Correct. And the, and the thing is, is that a lot of women do things like this to their husbands or their boyfriends because they want things, you know, but... Like I said, I'm a lover. Like, I'm a lover girl, and I've always given those things without gain. Like, I did that naturally, and I always got shit. You asked so. me earlier, what what do I like to cook? And, and yeah. it's funny. It's I can't tell you or all of you out there how many times I have been uh, in, a, in an arena when a female finds out what I do for a living, yeah. and their comments like, oh, when are you going to cook for me? Or That's you're, so you're annoying. dating that, someone. It's always annoying. Cook yeah. for me. No. Or you're dating someone. They're like, oh, you haven't cooked anything for me yet. It's like... First off, it's what I do for a living, and it yeah. was one of the largest passions in my life. Yeah. So more likely than not, if we're if we're actually together, that's yeah. probably going to happen for you. But let it happen. But I'm going to do it when I want to do exactly. it. Exactly. Right. And I have a question. Being that you run a podcast that's about emotions and it's about yeah. relationships. Yeah. What are one or two things that you believe? that women are their own worst enemy when it comes to being successful in a relationship? Mm, they self-sabotage and they overthink. Okay. Off rip, I can tell you. Self-sabotage and overthink. What is something that one would do if they were self-sabotaging? Um, they start talking to someone. Um, someone else than the person they're dating. No, they're, they start dating someone and they know that this person is good for them. And they know this person, let's say, meets and they they meets all their requirements and they check off um, the checklist of things that they, they would want in a partner. They're good for them. And they know that they've been waiting for this person. 
Um, but they literally talk themselves into not dating them and they self-sabotage it. They do everything in their power not to date this person or they make it so um, they're not dateable for them and they mm. fuck it up. All right. Yeah. So so ladies, take note. Don't self-sabotage. I've done that before. Yeah. I've literally pushed away a good person, perfect person, sweetest person I've ever met that probably could have been good for me, but I fucked it up because I was like, I'm not good for you. And the overthinking. The overthinking is every, because of trauma. And I feel like when you've gone through trauma and you've been through traumatic experiences, relationships, issues in your life, remember I've come from dysfunction. I've come from a family of, you know, like my parents having issues and so forth. I feel like you're going to overthink everything. You're going to think everything is out to get you. So um, let's say you do actually start dating this person that you didn't self-sabotage you're going to overthink everything. You're going to think everything is wrong. So that's where the red flags, you're going to, you're going to kind of think. Um, I mean, it kind of almost brings you back into self-sabotage because yeah. if you're overthinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're then going to so look they, for the red flags. Those two kind of coincide, I, I believe, then, but you haven't self-sabotaged it yet. But um, you're just overthinking everything. Like I'm gathering that a lot of what you talk about is based on people of a certain demographic, a certain age. Yeah. I'm guessing probably somewhere around the 30 to 45-ish yeah. area of dating because yeah. it's a different dating cycle when you're 30 and lower. Yeah. And in the 30s, early 40s, it's a bit trickier because we all bring baggage. Mm -hmm. Some of us have a carry-on bag. Some of us have a full fucking set. Right. So when we're bringing that into relationship, we're bringing a lot of what we've dealt with in the past into the, instead of letting go of that stuff mm -hmm. and having a clean slate for yourself, entering a relationship with somebody else. Mm -hmm. When you're in a situationship, <laughs> when would you advise, and I get, I know it's, everything is a case by case situation. Yeah. When do you think, what actions do you think facilitates the right time to start asking what's going on? Okay. So I guess, yeah, depending on the two people, their situation, you know, kind of, you got to gauge what's going on between the two people. Um, I think there should be a conversation had, you know, with the two people, um, like if they're going to be exclusive or yeah, not. Well, this chapter of our lives, you know, we, we don't want it to be a long chapter if it doesn't have to be. Exactly. So yeah. you have to be willing to get, you have to be willing to receive the answer you don't want. Right. If you're going to bring up that conversation, yeah. whether it's the female or the male. Yeah. Um, whether it's a week, six months. Yeah. When you decide to have that conversation, you have to be okay with the fact that after that conversation, yeah. it might be the end. Yeah. You might sleep together one more time, but yeah. it might be the end of yeah, that situation. Like, right, I'm good. Mm -hmm. Um, which is fine being, uh, we've touched on this being intentional with your thoughts and your actions, being less selfish, yeah. more honest yeah. and being, you know, with clarity as to what you're actually wanting out of, out of the situation is important, so but important. knowing that you may get the wrong answer that you're hoping for yeah. because the other party may feel like you're forcing them to make a decision, Yeah, which is fine if that's what you want, but then yeah. it might be over. One cannot get angry. This is where I'm at now where I wasn't before. If it doesn't work out, I don't take it personally. Second question to that whole idea is where would the appropriate place to have the conversation? Well, definitely not in the middle of sex, but <laughs> Okay, probably not. Yeah. Um unless I, you really don't want him to finish. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I'm not sure. I um, I think definitely not via text. That's so weird. I feel like I, I think face to face is is what one deserves if you've already always. been intimate with somebody. Oh, yeah, even if you haven't had sex, but you've been intimate. Because like we're saying, that's the vulnerability you're willing to have with someone. Hundred percent. You should you should give them the courtesy of, of face to face. Let's be honest, we're all fucked up in the head, anyways. Yeah, yeah. My thing is is choosing the right time and place is um, definitely not on a date. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. If you want to know where something's going, uh, just choose the time wisely. Not on the date. Yeah. No. Not at, like at dinner or something. No. Yeah. I agree with you on that. Yeah. Someone watching this might get mad at me right now for my past, but uh oh, yeah. Well, not uh oh. It's just <laughs> like again, I'm a very honest person. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, you keep asking me those questions over and over again. No, um, for sure. I'm I'm not going to be around to ask that question anymore. You know what I'm saying? Because I've already expressed in this podcast my level of honesty as to how much time I have yeah. available. Do you want to know what was one of like the biggest things that I feel? Um, used to um i think trigger my past relationship um supposedly my instagram was like a thirst trap and you're on my instagram a what a th- <laughs> i'm 45 i don't always understand the young lingo a thirst trap yeah supposedly my instagram is a thirst trap and the last time i checked i don't take photos. you do realize you need to define this for me okay thirst trap supposedly my instagram i post very provocative photos of myself and the last time i checked you're on my instagram i don't think my instagram is provocative in any type of way i'm, I'm gonna have to go look at it now that you're saying this and <laughs> fucking send you a message later and be like yes or no no it's totally not do you okay. ever see me post photos in like bikinis and stuff? i gotta be honest with you i'm, I'm assuming because i no. i'm really only on instagram to like promote okay. my stuff but anything, i would assume your instagram probably has like you and your kids a hundred percent okay and maybe i post photos of like my face or I'm, I'm always posting like selfies whatever if i'm feeling myself that day and i'm like yeah i'm looking good today whatever lighting's hitting okay but supposedly i like i thirst that's like being thirsty for attention like you want oh, likes you want okay. comments gotcha. whatever but i'm like dude one i know I, I know I'm cute. That's fine. Whatever. But as far as like posting like bikini pics or like sitting on a toilet in the bathroom on the sink, posting like poking my booty out, like it was a big issue with my ex-boyfriend. Mm. Um, and that that's one thing I've spoken about this on one of my podcasts. It's a really big no for me, like possession and like control and people who are very controlling in relationships and i think that's also very unhealthy mm. um and i just i feel like we don't belong to people like there should be no type of possession in relationships you, you belong to yourself and that's it 100 you're, you're being allowed to, to you're being invited into someone else's life you're to merging your become, life with another person yeah exactly you don't belong to another yeah. human being i don't belong to you you don't belong to me because yeah, at any given moment you have every choice that's it yeah to leave if i'm checking in with you hey this is what i'm doing i'm going out with my friends i'm doing this like i i'm not gonna ask you for permission to do something in my life i'm gonna let you know, you know in yeah case yeah that's the it. plans might yeah. not be what you're hoping for yeah but sure shit i ain't asking permission yeah there's no codependency here yeah. there's no like there's so many unhealthy markers and things and relationships going on these days that really irk me like they they just give me the ick Mm. Um, I have a lot of friends that are in just functional, really toxic relationships and it, it perturbs me every day. Well, so. I will make the effort to drive out as you did today here to drive out to, to your area. I would like to be a guest 
on your podcast. Nice, yeah. Um, you'll have to send me some topics that you want to talk about yeah. with regards to relationships so we can really, because that's your style on your podcast. For sure. And I think it would be an interesting element uh, to see the reaction from your view, your listenership on a conversation that you would have about relationships with a man. So we could ping pong. Like, you know I what I'm saying? Your view, like, yeah, exactly. Point, and I'll talk about yeah. what I think as a woman. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's really cool. And that's what I wanted to do here today was to show my, uh, subscribers, yeah. someone else's podcast and have yeah. a conversation that's more geared towards your podcast so that I and hope can send a few followers your way. Thank you. Um, yeah. not that we've talked about stuff that isn't, um, you know, in the same realm, because we're talking about being successful in relationships and we're sharing with the right, audience yeah. things that, you know, one shouldn't possibly do. Right. Uh, and we are being situational with our conversation. Yeah. Uh, so the viewership, I, I hope you've enjoyed this as well. So when I, when I come on your podcast, we, we need to have actual like points that you want to get across on that topic for whatever your, your episode's about. Of course. Before we wrap up, we've talked a lot of kind of like around around the idea of relationships and we have kind of taken a man and a woman's point of view on, on everything and shared a bit of our own experience for the audience. What is one of the best things that you've experienced when it comes to a relationship? Because we've been talking a lot of the, the you know, try not to do this or, you know, when's the right time to do that. But like, what's like a really good positive that has happened in a relationship? That whole feeling of... When you meet someone and you um, you really know like you like them, like you fall for them, like when you meet the right person, let's say, and um, you know like they're good for you. I just think it's important to not just pay attention to um, the person that you meet, but how you feel when you're with them. Right. I okay. think that I think that's really important. Um, just uh, don't ignore your feelings and um, don't get like wrapped up in um, like oh my God, like this person has this, has that, you know, what they can offer you. You should just um, really pay attention to how they feel when you're around them or okay. how they make you feel when you're around them, if they feel good to you. I think the whole process of dating can be tricky, but it's it's always worth it because I think love is always worth it. I've told my friends before, fall in love as many times as you can, yeah. you know, because there's no yeah. greater feeling than when you actually do feel that way. You're on yeah. a very high, high feeling. Yeah. Um, knowing that if you're in a relationship or a situationship that you just are kind of like not really wanting to do the things that one should do in a relationship, yeah. it just probably means that that's not the person that you truly want to be with. And yeah. it might just be a situation that you're comfortable with, Yeah, you know, step up to the plate and let the person know, be intent and, yeah. and share with them. Like, listen, I'm enjoying your company when we're yeah. together. I enjoy having sex with you. Um, but I got to be honest with you, it's not going to go further than that. Yeah. Uh, if you want to keep doing it for like another week, another month, awesome. Yeah. But if you don't want, if you want to like kind of like cut your losses, I'm totally cool with that as well. Definitely. It's hard for people to be honest in relationships. It's very strange, even though that's the whole point of being in a relationship is honesty yeah. and trust. Uh, but I think what we're trying to tell everyone out there is, is try a little harder being honest with yourself. Yeah. And then with that, be honest with the person that you're actually uh, spending time with. Definitely. Right. And I do believe that what you're doing on your podcast is amazing because Thank there's you. a lot of people out there that don't have someone to go to and talk to about these things yeah. and having a podcast that they can go and listen to someone else's experience about it. And then, yeah. you know, send in a comment and get a response. I think it's brilliant. Yeah. Um, 
I want to thank you very much for coming by today and having this conversation with me. Thank you for uh, having me. I would definitely like to do this again on yeah. this platform for a longer period of time to have a bit more in-depth yeah. conversation on different topics when it comes to relationships. Definitely. Uh, if anyone out there is interested in following, subscribing uh, to Genestee, the podcast, mm -hmm. uh, it's on Spotify. The information, uh, the link will be down below here of our podcast. Genuinely, thank you for coming. We we, we only you. met a uh, very few weeks slash a month ago through yeah. social media, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm appreciative of the new friendship that's being built. Uh, the collaboration is huge for me. I love doing this with, with people that have podcasts as well. Mm -hmm. uh, so I want to thank everyone out there uh, that's been following the Life Choices podcast. Uh, I've been watching uh, the community grow day by day. I appreciate all of you out there. If you are a lifer, thank you very much for the, uh, the genuine support that you've been giving. If you want to contact us at all, all of our socials are down below here as well. You can follow us on TikTok, Instagram, uh, Facebook, and obviously here on YouTube. Uh, leave a comment if you want, if there's something you want us to talk about in the future. If you want to be a guest on the show, shoot me a message, shoot me a text. Uh, not a text, sorry. Shoot me an email, which is down below here as well. Uh, share, like, comment, do all the fun things. Hit the bell so you can get notified about our next episodes. Every Tuesday at 2 p.m. here on YouTube is the Life Choices Podcast. Thank you very much for coming out yet again. And much love, everybody. Bye, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now about the journey. Life Choices Podcast.